0: going on guys it's your boy sammy t here back at the spaghetti vault
1: and uh i'm here with uh actually here now not or well in the same place t ravi we're going to be talking about all sorts of things and uh legacies about fetty and what's been going on what's been what we've been up to a bunch of crazy stuff going on with COVID. Yeah, man, I, I I guess we should just start where all this started
0: with the, uh, this year with the COVID in general. Um, it's like been a really eye-opening experience for everybody, I feel. I feel like it's been
1: a whack. It's everybody, been really whack, yeah. But every, everybody's been freaking out and...
0: I mean, rightfully so. I mean, what was the last pandemic, like in the 20s or something? something. Spanish flu? Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time, so I mean, nobody alive now is... No, think how long did like the this. spanish flu last uh i have no idea at least one second yeah probably one second a million people died at least one second not one second exactly but at least one but uh you know it's really been a kind of change of pace for everybody and especially for me and my boy t ravi dab daddy you know back earlier in the year with the whole uh up for debate who's essential who's not the job i was working at the time i wasn't
1: essential so i oh, got a little bit of vacation time but i was essential i did not get one day off well we got we got mondays off but um that we had to put in like they gave us like COVID paid time and COVID unpaid time so basically if you got COVID, you could use paid time or unpaid time But everybody just put it off for the Mondays they required us to take off. Or you could just put in nothing and it would be unpaid.
0: Yeah. Kind of what I was dealing with at the time was with the uh, dealing with unemployment and then like the stimuluses that went with the unemployment or whatever that like boosted it up that we're going to be paying out the butt
1: Mm -hmm. tax wise
0: later in the year.
1: See, I got the stimulus, but. I, you know, I was still working, so I just got stimulus plus my paycheck, yeah, which I mean, was actually really nice. I, that was a pretty good sum of money.
0: <laughs> yeah, as stressful as it was, I mean, I didn't really mind being able to just sit around the house and get house projects done and everything like that. Um, you know, got to make the best of a worse situation. I mean, I don't mean to brag, but uh, I've made some serious progress in the workout department uh yoke. having all that time I was able to get a really
1: good yoke going just getting I, I don't have time to work out anymore I'm, I've been so busy with work it's just been I've been so exhausted you just get home you're just like man yeah I'm done I mean
0: I'm lucky enough I was blessed with you know starting a new job and everything
1: like a that great physique
0: yeah um you know but I was blessed to have that time um off where i can you know get up work out every day hike go for walks go for runs stuff like that you know when i had the three months or however long it was off of work you know but you know the bank account runs dry eventually and then you need to find other sources of income stuff ends aren't getting made whatever
1: was this before your uh newer job
0: Yeah, yeah, it was when I uh, was still working at my last job. I'm not going to get into too much detail about it, but I was working at uh, my old job, and then COVID happened, and then after that, I decided, you know, having all that time to reflect on, you know, my life and everything like that, I decided it was time for a a bit of a career change. I wasn't making the progress in life and in my career that I was happy with, so I needed to switch it up, and I'm happy that I did. I'm, you know living that life right now so well as
1: long as you know it is it's like a good lesson for anybody well especially now that the uh, i don't want to say the economy is opening back up but there are jobs that need people and you know now that well because of the recent spike there's been a recent spike of COVID in the us so it's been kind of kind of iffy for people but I do know that there are a lot of places hiring, so anybody that like wants a career change, like it's kind of a good time to do it because a lot of people got laid off because of the pandemic or just quit or whatever happened.
0: Yeah, I mean, especially with the uncertainty of it all, like don't wait around to see what happens, just do. I mean, I know that's difficult for a lot of people, and I'm not trying to Jocko Willink it in here and be like, you can't afford a gym? Well, start one yourself. I'm not trying to pull that card or whatever. I understand money is, you know, important or whatever.
1: And, but like oh, dude, weights are, like, expensive.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't mean exclusively gym stuff. I mean, I was just using that as an example. Oh, I thought you like, meant, like, gyms. Like, I'm no, no. weights are expensive. No, you're right. They are expensive, especially now. I mean, it. that was the biggest thing, like, back at the beginning of lockdown. I mean, you know, um. You know, gyms shut down. And everything people
1: needed to get their exercises in, and then well, at home, but... at home, like at home, exercise became like it. Like everybody was is doing it. Yeah, that was your only option. And you can't, you can't find, you couldn't find like dumbbells or anything underneath like a hundred bucks or something like, or at least like I don't know, fifty.
0: Yeah, I mean it was it was ridiculous. But anyway, you know, back to the the job thing or whatever. You know, just you know, it's really a lot of questions these days is kind of what it is it's nobody really knows what's going to happen and you can't really listen to anybody oh what's going to happen because nobody's been right about anything so far what about COVID? yeah and you know everything that's like happened with like the economy and the job market and everything like that i mean you know the idea here is that the uh, stimulus packages were supposed to help you know boost the economy and everything after everything being shut down for so long and it didn't really do that exactly and you know, it's just been a really a lot of questions from everybody this year, is kind of the conclusion that I've made.
1: Well, with, um... Because people would get the stimulus packages, and, you know, they'd really just use it to pay their bills, like... Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of what, you know, my portion of it went to. It was just, uh... Like, nobody would buy anything. It was just more like, well, I gotta pay the bills, and I'm not making any money, so got to do something, yeah. and for the people like like me, like whenever, because I was essential, quote essential business, so it it was like I was still making my money. Just it, I really didn't feel any effect from the pandemic. I was still like I'm still going to work. I had a day off a week on Monday for whatever reason. I guess they wanted to do, like, deep cleaning or whatever at mm-hmm. the job, so it, I really didn't see any effect. Like, I, I didn't feel the same effect as other people did during the pandemic. I didn't get, like, a month or so off like other people. I, I just kept working, but then, you know, they were saying the stimulus package, and I got the stimulus package, and, but I really didn't need it. It was just, like, I've got an extra $1,000 now in my bank account. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, I'm not going to question free money, but I'm just, you know, confused with, like, all the tax stuff and everything
1: like that that's going to happen, you know, during tax time. Yeah, like, I, the if, beginning if, of the year if, like if my taxes jump up because of it, I'm going to be real mad. It's like... I mean, it's going to. I mean, it's uh, considered a form of unemployment. You have to claim I didn't, kind of stuff. Like I didn't... What, I mean, it's... I didn't need it. That's the thing, though. Like yeah, I would have no. been, I would have been just fine without it. Yeah. But, and, but I couldn't say like, no, I don't want the stimulus. It was just like, now nah, you're gonna get the stimulus. I'm just gonna pay all that back in duty taxes. And quick shout out to Heiney Bros. We're not sponsored or anything, but
0: we're Your coffee. sitting here yeah. slurping it down. Coffee tastes like straight brown. Tastes like hot brown. <laughs> Um, you know, I'm kind of, I don't want to say I'm worried because I try not to worry about stuff and I don't want to say I'm excited either, but I'm kind of curious as to what the rest of this year, you know, the next, you know, I guess like 25 days of it or whatever has in store for us. I mean... Well, I know for, for those of you listening at a later date, we're recording this on December fifth of twenty twenty. So you know a lot of weird stuff can happen between now and when we get this uploaded, whatever that is. Well,
1: I heard I heard rumors, at least for my work, or I don't know if this is all over the place, but uh, having a shutdown, like a full, like back quarantine, like at the beginning of the year of twenty twenty one. Have you heard that? Uh, I mean I've heard about play,
0: uh, you know states and cities and stuff shutting down again i at the time of recording this i i heard something about la is already like locking down or whatever which i kind of get because that's you know densely
1: populated you know so what hot spot what do you think because other nations have also experienced COVID, like and they they went into full lockdown mode like a lot of nations did us like kind of went into like a i don't know it's kind of like a half lockdown i guess like not a full lockdown because some places stayed open some places didn't
0: yeah you know i'm not gonna get into too much you know politics or anything like that because that's not what this podcast is meant to be about you know there are other podcasts for that sort of thing and you know me and t ravi over here to you the listener we i don't want to say that our opinions are super important and because they're not everybody has an opinion everybody's entitled to one you know whatever so just kind of as a disclaimer but i feel like a lot of it really is like a pride issue a lot of the citizens don't just want to take the l and like be voluntary uh and listen to what officials have to say like CDC guidelines yeah like that was the biggest thing you know because like at the beginning of this is when I was still working that retail job and that was the biggest thing nobody would want to listen to the CDC guidelines we'd be like hey you need to wear a mask in here and they're like they don't work or they don't do anything or you know so on and so forth a million reasons why they need to not and I'm like if you all would just listen we wouldn't be in the same boat you know eight months later you know it would have already been taken care of And also on the side of the government, if like all of the, you know, entirety of the federal government could just get all their heads together and every state go on lockdown at the same time, you know, back in, you know, March when we went on lockdown in the first place, I feel like we wouldn't be dealing with it as
1: bad. Well, that's, yeah, that's what I thought was going to, I thought just every, like everywhere, like just everybody was just going to stay inside for like a month. But then there's also the people that don't want to listen and go outside anyway and still spread stuff. But that can be, I guess, enforced by law enforcement, which is kinda what they're doing. they they did it and they're also doing still now. Like there's um, there's like checkpoints in like major cities where you have to get I don't know, you just you No, know, like your temperature and everything. Well you, they well the see the thing is is they do that in most businesses, like you go in, you get mm-hmm. your temperature checked. I even take people's temperatures at my company. I'll sit I'll wake up early and go there and take people's temperatures. We have, like, these tablet things that do it. Um, but I don't know. I just, because I really don't know how much of a safety thing, how that can really find COVID. Because really, if you have a fever, you're not gonna, at least you shouldn't go to work or anywhere for that matter.
0: Yeah, I feel like also that that in itself is also kind of a pride thing. Nobody wants to, you know, take off of work. And I get that. I mean, you know, if you got bills to pay, you got kids at home, whatever, you know, you don't want to take the time off work and, you know, risk not having the regular income that you're used to or whatever, you know, depending on how much sick leave you have or get or whatever, you know, yearly. So I kind of get it, but I just feel like, You know, back to what I was talking about, like, it... All the other, you know, nations that went, you know, completely, like, balls to the wall with their guidelines and everything like that and just closed everything down, you know, and it really stopped it in its tracks in most places, in most situations,
1: you know. Yeah, Like, in Europe... Yeah, Europe's doing pretty good.
0: like, they... And, I mean, I understand, like, the people who are like, oh, it's... Uh, unconstitutional whatever and I'm like that shouldn't be a factor in it yeah I get it you know your government shouldn't be telling you what to do but if you really care about your government so much and your constitution so much and your rights so much then you would want to preserve it and not have your entire country you know be a steaming cesspool of infection
1: not only that but like you know think of other people too like my my, my grandma she's sick she's already sick she doesn't need COVID like you know, maybe you don't need to wear a mask. Maybe you don't need to wash your hands because, oh well, I live by myself or whatever your constitutional yeah, rights, yeah, or whatever. Or I'm I'm young enough that I can beat COVID. Well, you know, there's some people out there that can't. Yeah, I mean, you know, and it
0: really is more of a matter of when does when do your constitutional rights or whatever you know, determine if you're a good person or if you care about other people, like those two things should have anything to do with each other. I mean, you should, you know, want to not get other people's sake. You should want your country to not, you know, be infested. You should want, you know, all these things for the, you know, greater good of, you know, your, your country. You know, I'm an American. I'm a patriot. I, I like my country. I mean, it has its flaws and everything like that. What country doesn't? There's lots of things we can strive to get better at, but, You know, I want to do good, so everybody, so we can get this over with sooner. Well, yeah,
1: if you just get it, if everybody just works together, works together, gets, you know, does what they're supposed (sighs) to, doesn't friggin' say, well, you know, this is my right. I don't have to wear this mask. I can, I can just go in here and sneeze and cough on everything and wipe my boogers on everything and everything be fine, but. That, that's not how you make progress. You, there's there's really no reason. And it's just a cloth. It's, it's a It's literally a piece of cloth you wear over your face. Like, it may not stop everything completely. You know, there's still the factor of people touching everything, and maybe they touched their face beforehand. But it cuts down. It does cut down on the transfer rate pretty well. And also, just... Stay indoors. Don't, I mean, yeah, go to the... You gotta go to the store. You gotta go get food. You gotta do stuff like that, but, you know, avoid large crowds. Just be smart, really. Be, be, don't be stupid. <laughs> yeah. Don't be dumb.
0: Yeah, you know, and, I mean, thank God that this whole thing wasn't some sort of other... Yeah, if it was a different disease... Disease. Like, what if it was something way more Ebola. serious, like Ebola, or some sort of, like, flesh-eating bacteria, or, you know, going with 28 Days and, Later you know, yeah, you situation, know, you know? You know what's
1: funny? You, you see all these stuff, like, about zombies, like a zombie virus, and then it's like, whoa, well, uh, you know, in this day and age, like, uh, you know, whatever, people would see a disease like that and be like, oh, well, we better you know, do something about it, like a zombie virus, whatever, but then you look at COVID, and it's like, well, what if we just replace COVID with a zombie virus? Like, yeah. I, I mean, know, people would, people still just be like, well, I can go out and do whatever I want, the government can't tell me what to do, and then you get bitten on your brown. And, <laughs> uh...
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, it, I'm, yeah, COVID's not a good thing, and nobody wants to get it, you know, i recently had a scare myself you know i i thought i had it i ended up not i got tested it turned
1: out to just be a cold but i still have not had a test yet or have had anything close to yeah
0: a- i mean i had to do mine like last week so i made it all all this time without you know thinking i was sick but you know just be thankful that it's not something worse and i would hate to think that all these people that are refusing to wear their masks or Saying everything's an attack on their rights or whatever, I would hate to be thinking that they would be acting like this if it was something way more serious. You know, like say Ebola, like a couple of years ago. Did, no. yeah, didn't
1: one case like gotten like are a couple of cases like showed up in America, and everybody's freaking out about it. You know, like but the thing is, is, Ebola is transferred through blood, right? Like I'm not a doctor, I have no idea about it. I
0: just know that it isn't a situation I I just know that it isn't a situation like COVID. Where you have to be immune suppressed in the yeah, it, in it, the it, most situations for it to be yeah, sick. Ebola, you just get if you, sick if Ebola. you get
1: it, you're yeah. Your toes. Your toes. I mean I would I would at just At least at least with COVID you I mean, I, I have a friend that just got COVID, and they're like and i I was like, Are you okay? Like, what does it feel like? It's like well it's nothing like the flu but I'm like, Well, okay, are you like you know, are you Hurting from it, you know, it's like, eh, I'm just kind of sick. But then, yeah, I mean that that's
0: the that's the biggest thing, though. I mean, I've known quite a few people to get it, and it's like it makes some people really sick. It makes some people, you know, just kind of like your typical like cold symptoms. Some people say it's like the flu. Some say it's worse than the flu. Some say it's not as bad as the flu. You know, it's just really a lot of questions. Like I was saying earlier, you know, it's a lot of questions about everything, you know, and you know it it's been really eye-opening too and kind of scary in that sense you know like i was saying like if it was something worse you know like what would would we be in the same
1: boat yeah or or at least like or like something that like if you got it you were dead basically yeah yeah, like 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 there is no there's no fighting chance there's no like ventilator or respirators that people can get on Um Yeah, like what if it was something like super duper like life threatening
0: to everybody, not just a select few with you know, I don't know, well then
1: if you think about it because like it like like uh COVID, like people do have a fighting chance for it, so I feel like that's why people are more inclined to go out and do stuff. But then you know, but then you know, the elderly and people with uh immune immune problems are the ones who really get hit hard by COVID. But then, you know, if you think about it like if it was a life-threatening virus, like if you got it, you were dead. I feel like more people would follow the guidelines.
0: Yeah, I mean, some of these people just seem really persistent about it, though, and that's the part that scares me the most. Like,
1: well, like I'm invincible. You, nothing can. No, nothing can I mean, like persistent
0: in the sense of the whole mask thing. Oh. You know, like there's, there's whole so protest. Pers-
1: there's whole protests. About yeah, it. I
0: mean, like protests and. You know all these people on social media talking about how it doesn't work and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, that's that's scary. You know, that's kind of. I mean,
1: the CDC is something like they're not just telling these, they're not just saying stuff to be, haha. You know, wear a mask to be funny. Yeah, it's like, and I mean, you know, get the conspiracy the...
0: people in it involved too, and they're like saying that it's it's not about the masks. You know, preventing illness being spread around. It's about it's about the government controlling you. No, it is it's you know I'm like that don't... goes back to what I was saying about how what does it matter if it's the government controlling me? If I think I'm preventing someone else from getting sick and dying, then I'm going to do it.
1: Yeah, people people don't understand. There's people that can get it and get really bad, get really horribly <sighs> sick and die. Tell me why this Heine
0: Bros tastes better at the one we went to it, it It like takes tastes better than the one i normally go to i've never had honey bros this is travis first time having the honey bros he got a red eye i just got a black coffee sponsored by honey bros except we're not honey bros if you're listening to this <laughs> hit us up i mean we'll we'll plug your stuff uh, Don't think we won't. What, what, we're doing what, it right where, now where did free. where
1: did we go with rachel
0: uh, we went to Coffee Crossing. I, that
1: that was pretty good. I, I really I like Coffee, Coffee Crossing.
0: Crossing, but it's kind of a drive. Like, Heine Bros is, like, five minutes from my house, Coffee Crossing. I tell, like, I tell you did. what, I,
1: I have to say I love uh, Coffee Crossing. Like, Starbucks is pretty good, but... Starbucks is trash. No. I'm sorry. Starbucks is You don't even like similar
0: drinks? Okay. Peppermint mocha is a go-to. I go to Starbucks way more than I should, and when I go, I only get black coffee, but it's
1: because it's, like, right next to my work.
0: So I can, like, literally, like, spit in the building from I'll, my work. I
1: get it. I get it because it's, like, it's that super sweet drink that has nothing. There, there's no coffee in it. It's just it's just whipped cream. You're a basic white girl, and, is you what know, you're telling me. Ba- basically, but, <laughs> but, you know... The, uh, I, I will have to say I like, uh, not, not Honey Bros, but Coffee Crossing way really better. Yeah. It, it, there's, you can actually taste the coffee. I, I like my coffee and you can actually taste coffee in it. For those of you in the Southern Indiana area, uh, you just doxed us, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Th- yeah. Anyway,
0: uh, <laughs> you know, tell us what your favorite you know coffee places around here personally for me my go-to is pearl street shout out to those guys uh i love that place their coffee's pearl amazing. street yeah it's off of pearl street and jeff i need to take you there sometime. It's, it's I've, I've, I've never it's a never. card shop like magic cards Ooh. or whatever and they have like events can, there well i mean they had events there. like magic
1: gathering yeah Ooh, I like uh, that.
0: and they have like board games and stuff there it's a lot of fun it's a really great place and their coffee is really good but
1: um what's that what's that comic book shop which one in uh albany uh it used to be called empire right? empire Comics. is that it yeah
0: i haven't been there in forever yeah. i don't even know if it's still called empire i just remember being there they do Magic Gathering tournaments and stuff like that. There, there's one. I don't know. I think it's in Louisville. Uh, I think there's a. It's like a tattoo parlor and a like card shop or something like that.
1: I don't remember what it's called. But... Have you ever been to Round One? No. What's that? It's like a it's like a rec bar. Like you go, you get like. Uh, like you can get drinks or whatever like alcoholic beverages and also like don't drink kids play video games
0: uh no i haven't been there uh i saw well i guess it's been a while now but i saw that they opened the new rec bar in new albany um we're kind of going really really off topic we had kind of a guideline of what we were going to talk about this episode we video haven't games, touched on any video of it.
1: games coffee and
0: covid that's and let's get into the meat and potatoes of this episode of what we what this episode's actually are we, about. Are
1: we going to be talking about uh, my boy Fetty?
0: Yeah, let's talk about
1: our boy Fetty.
0: Okay, so... The meat and taters. The meat and taters. So, me and Travi over the past couple of months... Well, I guess it's been about a month now. When we decided we were going to you know start season two of the Spaghetti Vault... We decided that one of our episodes was going to be uh, about Fetty, Fetty Wop. For those yeah, of you, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, um, Fetty Wop is a hip hop artist. Um, who doesn't know Fetty
1: Wap? Explain to me one person all the who all don't the know. zoomers. I, bet. I mean, like freaking Vine. Anybody remember Vine? You know, I I I'd hate to say it,
0: but I feel like the Zoomers listening might not might not know him. What's his real name? Willie Junior Maxwell II. The
1: second. Uh, there's a, a, there's uh, a there's a there's a version. There's a version two point Fetty Wap, and then there's a. Yeah, first I wonder gen if his Fetty I wonder Wap. if his dad had anything to do with it. Who was the first gen Fetty Wap? I don't his know. dad. His dad, yeah.
0: Um, you know, he's a uh, hip hop songwriter, uh, rapper, um, hailing from Patterson, New Jersey. Uh, you know, we've uh, we've taken up to listening to Fetty. I remember. Not when, unironically. Not unironically. We genuinely like Fetty. And I guess that's kind of what we're trying to do. We're trying to spread his message and. His message of. Good the, music, good I mean, music. And, you know, you can't, good music is good music, and I feel like there's a lot of, he's really underappreciated, really, I don't ever hear anything about him, no, I don't him. hear not anyone any- talk about him, anymore. I mean, he has, like, 8 million listens on Spotify monthly, which isn't, what, what? which is nothing to bat an eye at, but I mean,
1: comparatively, I don't hear anybody talk about him. What What ranking is he on Spotify? I have no idea. He's probably not... He's probably not that... Well, I do know, um... Because, because he, he got really popular. He was really popular there for a little bit. And... I actually... Because I remember listening to him in junior high, if that says anything. Yeah. This
0: was back 2014, 2015. He was... I remember hearing a lot about him back then. Uh, you know, I was... You know... 14, 15, 16 at the time. Uh, you know, he had quite the spread. You know, a lot of people were talking about him. You know, Trap Queen, which is probably the song that most people know by him, uh, reached pretty consistent uh, plays on, you know, mainstream radio. Uh, again, those of you around the southern Indiana area, I heard him on 99.7 DJX. Um, you know, uh, I that's, Probably the first time I heard him, other than Vine.
1: Yeah, the first time I heard him was on Vine because I would just watch Vine compilation after Vine compilation. <laughs> Who didn't? Who and didn't? Then Na- it went to Musically, which nobody gave a doo doo about Musically. And then it went to now TikTok, but yeah, TikTok sucks. anybody, but anyway. anybody got anybody do any Freddy on TikTok? I doubt it, but you know, I uh,
0: as a view of his, you know, large fan base and spread. I remember being at church camp of all places and mm-hmm. hearing kids talk about and reference Fetty. You know? So he was a pretty big deal back then. Yeah. And it seems like he's kind of went into obscurity. Nobody ever talks about him anymore. He still and he's alive? still alive. He's still alive. He's only 29 years old. He's and only 29? Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, he... uh You know? Wait, what's he doing? He's scheduled to have an album well it's to be determined his new album zoo king is supposed to be coming out sometime it's been announced but it hasn't been determined when it comes out yet Mm -hmm. you know uh let's go into his discography a little bit uh i'd say his biggest you know hit album wise was uh uh, his self titled Fetty Wop. Um What was what was that song that you said that was really good? Remember? I mean all of them go pretty hard. Um I mean everybody my Way,
1: I liked My Way My Way uh, Everybody it. knows My Way. That's
0: another one that I heard on the radio pretty consistently. I remember hearing it. You know um What were the singles? Uh the singles on um his self-titled was trap queen 679 again right. in my way uh you know i feel like this is a pretty solid album and it really kind of sets the stage of what fetty would become and the type of music that he would perform his style really doesn't differ that much which you know i guess could be a kind of turn off some people you know, if no, he's I, not bringing anything new to the table, well, but he really sets himself up.
1: I think, I th- yeah, I think he's got actually really good lyrics for especially that time and around that time in uh, hip-hop and rap that a lot of, you know, a lot of people really didn't write too many good lyrics, but he still kept, like, a good lyric, like, set for him. Like, he actually, his songs actually, I don't know, spoke words, like, it, it, it spoke... What well, basically like you know it spoke to your heart like it, g- it gave you it gave you something to think about yeah um, it wasn't it wasn't like duty like you did?
0: know I mean I'm not gonna pretend like put him on this pedestal he a lot of his songs kind of do kind of go into like the typical hip hop you know fascination with money you know gang violence uh you know your typical um, females lacking in integrity i guess <laughs> i don't i don't really know what else to say um you know
1: well yeah well like, i mean
0: that's just kind of typical hip-hop fair but i mean his beats on all the albums i've listened to hard some of the songs are a little bit softer um you know it's well, just
1: again is a nice song like again uh, is a good song like his lyrics and again's like really nice uh you know, I feel like well, yeah, a lot because I mean, obviously, you're gonna go into like the basic. A a lot of artists do that. Go into like their basic genres. Like you can you can look at like the most influential artists through time, and they even if it's a rock artist or heavy metal, they're gonna go through their basic or like punk punk rock they're going to go through the stereotypical parts of a song that have been set a standard but as long as you know you got got some good songs here and there through especially fetty he still got meaning to some a lot of his songs it's not just uh drugs women uh you know booze. Uh, yeah i mean there is parties. a lot of that there for is a sure, lot,
0: but um you know, a couple good songs off of his self-titled... I'm looking at the deluxe version, which is the version that's on Spotify. Um, so I'm not entirely certain which songs of his are on the standard version. Uh, but as far as the deluxe version, uh, some good songs are Whatever and uh, I'm Straight. You know, and then of course, you know, the you know big ones, you know, Trap Queen... Uh, you know my way stuff like that off this album or the most popular ones again is a good one i, I think you were just talking about again mm-hmm. is that what you're talking about yeah um you know those are some good ones off of his self-titled uh i recommend of all of his albums at least the ones i've listened to i haven't had the chance to listen to all of his discography because i you know just started listening to him reg- uh, pretty regularly on spotify uh, and I intend to get further into his discography because most of it is classified as mixtapes. So I'm sure there's probably some sort of licensing situations on Spotify. Um, you know, an example of this is Coke Zoo. Like, literally, like, two weeks ago, I was listening through his discography on Spotify. And literally, the only one albums on there were Fetty, Bruce Wayne, Trap and B... Uh, And for my fans, and then I looked today, and Coke Zoo's on there, and it came out, you know, five years ago. It's not a new album. So I, you know, I'm not really sure what the criteria is as far as his albums and mixtapes being put on Spotify.
1: You know what happened to his eye? No, I do not. His left eye? Well, I guess in 2015, uh, doctors couldn't, like, fix his eye. It was his left eye. He had ocular prosthesis. I have no idea what that is. I don't either, but yeah, that's why his eyes all messed up. I mean, that's an aesthetic that's come to you know
0: really kind of.
1: Uh, I don't know. Yeah, define it's define him. Of, I it's guess kind of like a symbol. I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. It's yeah. like it's like even though he got a a dookie eye. I think both me and Travi, out of the uh, albums of list,
0: we've listened to kind of like Bruce Wayne the best even though I, it's a mixtape like I said a
1: lot of his albums hey, are classified as mixtapes you know, mixed like I mean it's got some bangers on there who gives a duke like I mean
0: yeah I mean Bruce Wayne hard I mean the whole message of it it kind of it kind of falls into being the whole pretentious millionaire playboy. Uh, you know that's kind of the theme that he's sticking with through that mixtape, and it kind of works well. I mean, oh, you know, I, when I'm listening to it, I can't help but think. What like, year did that come out? Uh, that came out in 2018. Hmm. Uh, you know, I I can't when I'm listening to it, I can't help but like picture myself being like, you know, Bruce Wayne, you know, coming back from some sort of meeting in my. Lamborghini, Lamborghini, just ripping it around Gotham, you know, a cutie at my wrist, you ice, know, ice on, the iced wrist. on the wrist, cutie at my hip <laughs> is <laughs> the type of vibe, you know. It is fun. The beginning song, Bruce Wayne, parentheses, intro, is kind of cool because uh, it's as if you're like shuffling through the radio or whatever, and you hear little different, little different clips from other RGF productions songs and other tracks of Fetty's most notably his songs from his self-titled album.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um,
0: you know, it's just a fun album. I really like Bruce Wayne and if you listen to any Fetty album, I would recommend did, going to listen to Bruce did Wayne. Did you
1: know what 1738 was? No, I do not. 1738 was what they na- like what the Remy Boys like I guess they what they named themselves. Remy Boys is like I guess their group. Was, yeah, was a group. Fetty, I don't know if it's a gang or a group, but 1738 was like their sign or number or something.
0: I'm thinking back to listening to his discography. I'm, you know, I listen to everything that they have on Spotify, and I'm not sure where I can go to listen to the
1: rest of it. I'm sure they're probably on like DAP well, or
0: SoundCloud or something like that. I know.
1: That. I know a lot of uh, uh, with uh, with Spotify, especially like. Um, like six nine had a lot of his music removed off Spotify. Um, Peep, little Peep had a lot of his music removed off Spotify. So, I'm guessing Fetty must have too. I don't know if it has to do with titles or,
0: you know, I don't, something. I don't know if they've been removed or if they just haven't been put on there because, like I was saying with uh, Coke Zoo, uh, it it just appeared out of nowhere. You know, it was just like on there.
1: Well, six nine has been having trouble. So
0: uh, his, I mean, I understand a lot that. of a lot of his stuff has been removed. You know, six nine's a questionable individual for sure. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to get into that on this episode, but trainway. You know, um... you know, I just Fetty's kind of uh, underappreciated.
1: Let's he say is, that. he is an underappreciated artist. He's. he's the... The, his music was... And I don't understand how it just got popular. And this just dropped off. And nobody talks about Fendi anymore. Nobody nobody talks about anything about him.
0: You know, I feel like a lot of it has to do with the stage of hip-hop and rap in general that was set up in the early 2010s. Uh, you know, a lot of the artists kind of cemented this idea of... Your hip-hop needs and your rap needs to be as weird and experimental as possible. You know, guys like Tyler and Kendrick and, uh, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, You know, Brockhampton, these guys that really set up this really kind of peculiar...
1: Yeah, I feel like Fetty came around like, you know, he had good music, but he probably came around like at the wrong time because it was whenever... I feel like it was whenever a lot of artists nowadays were just... Yeah, popular so i feel like just all the all of their popularity kind of washed over him and everybody forgot about him. yeah i could
0: i could very well see that you know because like i was saying with guys like tyler and kendrick and you know these other more experimental uh hip-hop artists that really tackle kind of deeper less surface level uh ideals you know that are that really kind of pick your brain you know, I feel like those guys kind of ruined the scene for Fetty, and that's why he's not as
1: popular well, as he could I have wonder been. what his new album is going to bring. You know, I'm not really sure. I'm I wonder f- if that might, like, get him back at least a little bit on the surface. But I wonder, who, is anybody really, like, waiting for the next Fetty album anymore? Like, is anybody, like, <sighs> I want the next Fetty I album? I don't think so, because, you know, even if you're, like, scrolling
0: through Instagram and you see, like, all these, like, music-related uh, accounts and stuff like that, you know, they always do those my top whatever I've favorite hip hop albums from whatever era. It, I've seen Fetty's that. never on it.
1: Where is the Fetty?
0: You know, and and I get it, you know, experimental stuff's kind of in now whether it's, you know, alternative rock or hip hop or rap or whatever. You know, it's just really in right now. And like you were saying, I feel like Fetty just came too late. You know, if he... I mean, he would have been like, what, like 15 at the time or something like that. But if he, uh, you know, somehow could have released his self-titled album, say the early 2000s or something like that,
1: I feel like he would have really set himself up for something. Well, especially whenever uh, all... Especially whenever that was kind of a new... Like a new area of music, like the newer age rap and hip hop, which was is what Fetty pretty much is. Yeah, it's, he's it's newer age. You know, like you said, baseline level of rap and hip hop. But yeah, but
0: it's it very much does seem like he's too late to the draw, which well, I wonder is if unfortunate he, because he's a talented guy. I wonder if he would like released it now. I feel like. If he released it now, as opposed to you know five years ago, I feel like nobody would even get a single. I
1: don't know because a lot of a lot of uh, people nowadays are more open to discover new artists and you know.
0: Yeah, but you know, like I was saying, with the scope of hip hop now really being focused on uh, Hmm. experimental artists or you know
1: newer ideas.
0: Yeah, like newer guys like, uh, you know, Travis Scott and, you know, these other kind of mainstream guys that have their stuff rooted in, uh, you know, the their more experimental counterparts are kind of, ru- I don't want to say ruining the scope of hip-hop because it's not my place to say what is and what isn't hip-hop, but listening to Fetty's lyrics, it very much is kind of reminiscent of, you know, older kind of, I don't want to say, you know, like 90s hip hop, like your Wu-Tang and stuff like that, but it, no. it kind of, like his lyrics kind of follow a similar theme to guys like 50 Cent and, yeah.
1: you know. I could see 50 Cent. Stuff like that,
0: you know, kind of like. The I could more, definitely
1: see 50 Cent. Or uh, what, what's his name? Um,
0: less emotional lyrics, I, I want to say. I don't want to say his stuff is lacking in emotion, but it is very much... You know your X. surface level type, type stuff. You know, like I feel like, you know, guys like X is another
1: example of, you know, D- DMX, something in a DMX, not DMX, XX, yeah, XXS. like
0: you know, X and you know your guys like Little Peep and stuff like that is another example of the scope of hip hop changing to be more experimental. You know, I incorporating like, elements like of, you know, your emo
1: with you know hip-hop and rap well it's well it's like with juice world um guys ju- like juice world juice too. world has, is so marketed like you can go you go to the mall you see juice world stuff everywhere it'll be in hot topic it'll be in 360s it'll be spencer's wherever you go you will see like the front on the front window is juice world yeah and you know, I, that uh, that's
0: just a prime example of your more kind of alternative genres of rap and hip-hop being more popular and Fetty himself is kind of falling into more I guess what you'd call old head type themes really even though he's a newer guy and he's still releasing music now and he's I don't want to say he's a has-been but it very much is you know him kind of
1: competing with this younger market I'm, of what all these guys have set well, up. Well, I'm excited for his new album. I wonder if he might Do you think he's going to appeal to like a newer audience or do you think he's going to keep it like uh Do you think he's going to keep it to his older music?
0: You know, there's really no telling. I mean, I would like to think that he broadens his scope a little bit, but I think it would be cool if he stuck to his guns to what he writes his songs songs about i
1: I would like to see him stick to you know what he had before but i don't know if a newer audience will pick that up so i wonder if he's gonna say maybe he'll like pick up uh, some newer stuff and some older stuff that would probably be his best bet to do because it'll appeal to his older fans and then newer kids that'll pick it up will say hey fetty wop's pretty good and then start listening to his older stuff
0: yeah you know, I mean, you know, lyrics like I got a glock in my Rari. <laughs> you know, like it's fun, but it's it doesn't hit yeah. home. Like it doesn't
1: strike a nerve with your typical audience, which I
0: guess is kind of a turn off for his
1: music. My favorite uh my favorite lyric of his was whenever he goes, Yeah, baby. So literally every single yeah, song. Yeah, every song. You know. <laughs> and
0: I feel like a part of the reason why a lot of his discography is so similar is because mixtapes themselves aren't really that defining for a discography. You know, like, you don't typically go into, you know, your record store or whatever and you see mixtapes of artists. You know, they those don't typically yeah. get physical releases and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it's mostly you know, it's, albums. Yeah, it's albums. just their, like, studio albums. So I feel like... Whatever Fetty does on this new album might put him back on the map, you know, put him back into the public eye, I guess. Even though he hasn't gone out, he's still making music. He released a song, you know, not that long ago, his new song, Leck. Uh, you know, I I kind of hope it puts him back into the thing, but I back into the image, but I hope he sticks to his guns and, like, yeah continues uh, what, what made him Fetty.
1: What I'm going to bet is what he's going to do is do some do some material that sounds like his older material, and then he's going to try to appeal to a newer audience. That would I say would probably be the smart thing to do. But Fetty well, yeah, I is, hope
0: it, it just doesn't become a copypasta, though, type situation where he's like, you know, the kind of experimental emo side of hip-hop is what's popular now. I'm gonna try to chip into that and make music just
1: to be popular I hope that's not yeah for, I, cause I, that that's
0: a turn off yes yeah, yeah.
1: I mean you know the artists who do the emo and the the emo pop that's that's fine like yeah I'm, I'm not saying I have a problem with I, it I like it peep. you know I like little peep I think little peep has some good stuff you know
0: Tyler the creator has some of the hardest hitting lyrics of you know pretty much any uh, you know, hip hop artist I've listened to, along with you know Frank Ocean and the other guys from Odd Future, and you know those lyrics are really hard
1: hitting. Yeah, and they you know they they will they will tug at at your emotions. You know, which but is good. but it's just that's not what Fetty is, and no. that's not what Fetty's ever been. So I
0: hope he doesn't try to be something he's
1: not, yeah, just for I, the
0: sake of being popular.
1: I would I would say for Fetty, my man, stick to your guns. If you're listening, if Mr. you're listening, Mr. Fetty, Sir Fetty, um, stick to your guns because we like your older stuff. So just make an album for us. Make but, an album for us, older. Zoom. Make kids. a. He should make an intro for Spaghetti vol Yeah, we should do that. But, um, it you know you, yeah appeal to the younger kids, of course. But you don't have to make it like so carbon copy cut that it's just
0: you know like we got a Tyler the Creator we got a Kendrick Lamar we got a Frank Ocean we got a Kanye West we don't need we, Fetty being something he's not we
1: need a Fetty yeah we need Fetty to be Fetty and that's that's our opinion at least yeah. and you know it's Fetty is on a weird level of creators cuz he's not he wasn't he wasn't not popular yeah, that that's, he what, that's right. what
0: I mean. It's not like he's a has-been. It's not like he's just disappeared off the face of the planet. Yeah. Nobody cares anymore. He's still making music, which is which is good, you know, five years down the line, even though he's not that old of a guy. And he, you know, had his really big moment of fame. Everybody was talking about Fatty. you know, five, six years
1: ago. But it's just... Well, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, yeah, he was popular. and But now, you know, he's not. But it wasn't like he was just... Like a small rapper that just kind of you know passed without really anybody knowing him, knowing about him because he was really popular. Hopefully, this episode, if it gets quite a few
0: listens, will kind of make a little bit of a resurgence for Fetty, you know, because he has good music. It's, he has good it's, music. It's fun music. I mean, it might
1: not be like it, it might not be the the most emotional stuff around, yeah, but right, it doesn't. Hitting. Not everything has to be that. No, it, you can have fun music. And yeah. that's what he has. He has fun music. It's it's music that you know makes you headbang, makes you like bump in your car at two a.m. It's it's when you're like tired and have red eyes and like on your like eighth cup of coffee, you can just pump in some the gym. You
0: know, I'll admit I listen to Fetty. You know, when I'm hitting the workout. You know, just the other night I was, you know, hitting my body weight routine, and I'm just like. You know, cranking out my push-ups, cranking out my bench dips, and I'm just like, Fetty's keeping me going, man. I'm just, you know, he's keeping me going. Uh, So, ooh, I still got, you know when you are like close to the end of your cup of coffee and it's, like, such a minuscule amount that the heat isn't there anymore. Yeah, it's just cold. It's, like, you can have the biggest piping hot, hot cup of coffee, and if you get down to the last inch and you leave it for, like, one second, you come back to it, it's, like, cold. Yeah, it's, like, freezing. You know, which I guess makes sense, because there's, like, n- n- the rest of the liquid's not keeping it hot or whatever.
1: I sh- I don't- I'm going to... I'm gonna. Ah, oh, crap. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's always the better. I'm going to drink all this, but I should not have gotten the large... <laughs> If that,
0: like, last little bit of the coffee doesn't make your nips hard, ugh, I, don't, I don't know. This red eye
1: really is making my nips hard. Like, oh my god, it's it, It's like, this thing is, this it's Hennessy the jitters. This Hennessy's strong, this
0: Benny is strong. Okay, so, something I've kind of been interested in recently is the idea of lost media. Now, I don't know what it is about it that's so interesting to me. I guess it's like the concept of something that was in the public eye just kind of disappearing and nobody knowing where it is. It's like the mystery well, b- yeah, I, behind it. I guess I, I
1: like I like it especially whenever like nobody really knows about it. Like it has like a few like cult followers and then it's just and then people hear about it like twenty years later and it's like oh, there was this thing. Yeah,
0: and uh, and also the idea of. You don't know if anybody's BSing about it or not. Yeah. Like you know, you don't know that. if someone's like, it can take one person to be like, does anybody else remember such and such? And then everybody, or, you know, one or two people is like, yeah, I remember that, but they really don't. And it's something totally make, made up. Kind of like the creepypasta Candle Cove. If anybody remembers that back in the earlier days of like creepypasta and internet folklore and stuff like that, you know, the idea of there being this idea of this TV show that used to be on called Candle Cove that everybody kind of remembers, but they can't find anything about it. And it turns out that it was just in everybody's head all along or
1: something like that. Did did we cover creepypastas on on a podcast?
0: Uh... I th- we've probably talked about some of them before, but I love creepy pastas. Creepy pastas are good. We need to we need to do a segment on
1: creepy We should just have like a Halloween special of creepy, even though Halloween's already passed. Halloween in yeah. spring is what it should be. Halloween in spring <laughs> that does
0: not rhyme. We'll we'll come up with a better rhyme for it. But you know I've really been Halloween. intrigued
1: on this peen.
0: Let's not say we did, um, but. You know, I've just been intrigued with the idea of lost media. I've been watching, you know, tons of videos about, you know, old uh, movies and TV shows and stuff like that that
1: have, like, episodes missing and stuff like that. Uh, Ooh, yeah, there's been, well, there's been a lot of, like, uh, especially, like, popular shows or something where you, you'll you hear, like, have you heard of this lost episode of this show? I I really don't know an example of a show. I know one in the back of my head, I can't remember the name of it. I know a couple. Um but there's always like the most there's like the popular show, but then there's always that episode that people say like they made, but it's like something happened in it. Yeah,
0: and sometimes it's real. Sometimes it it really is lost. And sometimes it's just people, you know, making up a creepypasta or bullcrapping or whatever. Like uh, an example of this being real is the TV show Drake and Josh. The pilot episode that was recorded and pitched to Nickelodeon from Dan Schneider is lost. Um, you know, Dan nobody Schneider. can find it. It It's known to exist because it was on YouTube, but Viacom uh, actually uh, flagged the video and, and made it take down, or take it, and eh, made Dan Schneider take it down. He personally put it up and it was taken down. You know, and pieces like that really give you kind of an image of, you know, what the show could have been. Um, the guy who played Walter on Drake and Josh was played by a different guy in the pilot episode. And the yeah. set was different, too. Yeah, a,
1: lot, well, a lot of the time, especially in pilot episodes, they just get, like, ragtag actors or whatever just to kind of throw something together. Just like, this is what it's going to be. You know, we're going to get cooler people, whatever. Yeah, but,
0: Walter was the only
1: person they changed, though. So I wonder what happened to the original guy. He, uh, got... Ebola. Yeah, no, he, he got put into a Nintendo Switch cartridge, and... then it, he, it was he, cursed. Yeah, it was cursed, and his eyes started bleeding, and... Um, there was a ghost that wouldn't let him leave. And, and uh... They had to find the ghost mother.
0: Another example that I read about the other day was, um johnny carson i believe or one of those johnny like quest johnny quest um one of those <laughs> it was like one of those like talk tv late night talk shows whatever that's been on for that was on for like a million years or whatever there's a really big chunk of those episodes of a really big johnny carson this. i believe that doesn't exist anymore because they kept reusing the same tape over and over again so you know stuff like that there's no footage of it existing, you know, unless somebody recorded it off of their TV, which
1: is, you know, sometimes how they find pieces of media yeah, like a VHS guy. recording. Because you could do that back in the day. You can record on your V... You could record TV through your VHS. It would just, yeah. like, use the VHS tape that was in it. Yeah, you used to be able to do that. And uh, one of the cooler ones
0: that ended up being found through a private collector... Uh, was the italian uh godzilla there was a guy in italy in the 70s who more or less made his own cut of the original uh godzilla the old japanese one he used pieces of that one and the pieces and pieces of the american version that they made to make his own um and he also used like real like death footage from world war ii which is not good i don't recommend watching it for this reason, um, but in it also contains like a really half-assed attempt of turning a black and white film into color using a uh, gel overlay technology.
1: Well, ha- have have you? Uh, sorry to go off topic, but I just thought of something. Have you seen the uh, a, the? long buried atari cartridges of et in the nevada desert have you heard about that
0: yes i did hear about that actually i heard about that before i heard about it on the internet i remember my older brother telling me about it and i think he read it from like some like nintendo power up or one of those like
1: gaming magazines from back in the day i remember him telling me about that yeah the 1982 atari 2600 cartridges of et found in a landfill that's yeah, yeah it like, was
0: it was like something about how they were lo- just like this game sucks so bad we don't want we it don't anymore.
1: want anybody to see it <laughs> so they just like get rid of it i want to play one
0: yeah i know me too but uh back to like this uh godzilla and you know it's it ended up being lost from when it was originally released You know, up until, like, 2017, you know, it was released in the 70s sometime, and it, you know, remained in private eye up until 2017 when someone, you know, did a rip of their home... of, like, I guess it was the original tape reel or something like that and uploaded it online. You know, stuff like that's just really interesting to me.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just, like... Like, with the Switch, with the cartridges and... Just like things that purposely want to be forgotten, yeah. But then are found. It's just like you're you like it's real. Like you're under you're finding something real, not a creepy pasta made up by a neck beard sitting in his mom's basement.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very eye opening and interesting. Whenever these pieces of lost media get found, or maybe even media that people that
1: know what's lost that gets found too is also interesting. Yeah. Um like not purposely lost or just like lost accidentally, like just set on the side and then they find it. Or there's even like animation projects that people will find. I don't know if it's by Disney or Pixar, but um just like they just old reels that they've made that were supposed to be like a a pitch for a movie or something and then like like just failed movie designs or like movie pitches
0: yeah like the cut of uh the storyboard animatic of shrek with chris farley that exists mm-hmm. you can find clips of that online um you know it, it's just kind of like a window as to what could
1: have been media Yeah, wh- and what could have changed like how everything is now like if that would have been the the norm How would, how would thing, how would like me or media and movies and like everybody's favorite movie just be different if that pitch got, got accepted.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, supposedly there exists a cut of Shrek, like fully animated. I'm pretty sure that has Chris Farley in it, but it, it like wasn't complete because he died, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh. You know, stuff like that's very unfortunate, in my opinion. You know, when it's cut short because, you know, somebody passes away, that's, you know, sad.
1: But it's also like whenever, especially TV shows, if somebody dies and they have to either get a new voice or get a new character. Or, well, nowadays they just like, especially in the Star Wars movies, will just superimpose people's faces on just like a model or something like uh, the new. it wasn't carrie fisher that they superimposed it was the general guy
0: yeah um i can't remember anyways or you know i feel like george lucas is pretty popular with altering his work you know especially with the whole Han shot first controversy of he didn't want Han Solo looking like a bad guy, so he made Greedo shoot first. And I'm like No, Han's
1: supposed to shoot first. They well they changed like like in every re edited version of Star Wars, especially the older ones, they've changed like so many things in it. Yeah. Um, they, like ev- like like what people say, what things sound like, they have edited like the crap out of everything in those movies. Just like um Oh, they because they they've edited they edited where whenever like Greedo shoots at Han, like the way he moves or something's weird. I don't know. It's like yeah, like
0: he literally all he does is like move to the side like one inch yeah or something, and, and they just like add the blaster. Yeah, bolt they on. they edit
1: the blaster like right by his head or something. Yeah, um, and it looks all janky and weird.
0: Like when I went and saw uh, Empire Strikes Back in theaters at the beginning of the winter uh, for the anniversary. Um, it was, it was like one of the newer edits. I don't remember if it was the one with Hayden Christensen edited in or not, but it was one of the newer edits. It wasn't even the original one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I'm going to see this movie for the anniversary, just play the original one.
1: Yeah,
0: but you know, back to the lost media thing. You know, it's just kind of really weird. There's this one. That kind of took my attention, Justin Wong from or Justin Wang rather from YouTube. Um, oh, I a, know,
1: I know who you're talking about. Yeah,
0: uh, he made a pretty long. It was like three or four videos about this one. Uh, it was this supposed anime movie short something that was um, somebody someone on Reddit supposedly remember seeing but they can't find it anywhere it's about like these schoolgirls that uh it's in anime and it's like these schoolgirls who get locked in this bathroom uh i i don't know exactly why but they end up getting locked in there and have to stay in there for weeks and then they end up all killing themselves mm-hmm. or something like that and then there's just like this huge investigation of uh all these people on Reddit trying to find the source of it, but they can't find any trace of it. Saki Senobashi. Yeah, that's it. Um, You know, they're like, all these people on Reddit and different websites and on YouTube and everything, they're like trying to get to the bottom of it, but like they can't find a single lick of it existing anywhere, you know? And a lot of people think that the guy who originally made the post was just BSing, and he finally came out at one point and said that, it was, it was fake or something, but other people said that they remember it too, but they can't find it anywhere. You know? It's, it's like that idea of the mystery surrounding it that's
1: interesting. Yeah. Uh, an 80s anime where nine girls locked in a bathroom with no way out, no doors, no windows, no anything. Eventually, the girls die in a brutal way of suicide. Yeah. You know, it's just like, Really, so yeah. Apparently, it's on that they found it like on the deep web. It was yeah, or something. And they, you know, all these people on Reddit are searching for it. Um, But it's supposedly like the most brutal thing people have seen.
0: Yeah, that's that's another surefire way of how you can tell like one of these things is BS. Yeah, usually if somebody's like, I I got physically sick watching it. I'm like. Listen, man, I understand stuff can be violent and stuff can be uncomfortable, but if I see something that's animated and somebody's getting mutilated or whatever, I'm not going to throw up. I mean, it's It's, not real. It's it's animated. It's It's not real. That's the long and short of it, you know, but so that's how you can tell that people are just BSing for attention is when they like start exaggerating like, oh, I got
1: sick and I couldn't even eat for three days and stuff like that you know it's just like i don't know though, but like the the premise like the like it sounds interesting like, yeah it i does. want i like i want to know i want to know if it's real i want to know if they're gonna find it i want to know about it like i would even if like it's fake or whatever like somebody should just make it yeah you know it's just like
0: i don't know it's a lot of he said she said and a lot of hearsay and stuff like that uh that goes on on reddit especially about this type of stuff you know that's that's the unfortunate part of the internet is that like it's excuse me it's fairly easy in person to tell if someone's lying or if someone's bsing or if they're just making stuff up but over the internet you can hardly tell you know that's the weird part you know you don't know who's telling the truth and who's lying yeah
1: well yeah especially with the internet like things go all over the place and there's really no way to say if it's real or if people are just BSing stuff and even if people are BSing it's still kind of fun to think like
0: yeah it's a what, mystery, it's the mystery. What, if what, what if
1: they're not What if BSing what if somebody did find a weird OVA in the 1980s and 1990s of these girls locked in the bathroom and what if it was really horrible and like maybe you know maybe it's not like oh i couldn't eat for like three days like you said but you know maybe it was actually like oh this is messed up yeah because there are there is stuff like that where it's like this is actually like messed up and like like jesus um so who knows maybe 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 it is actually like really bad and brutal and and the, the premise behind it sounds interesting, so I, w- I could imagine something like that, if done right, could be horrible. Yeah, um,
0: you know, and there are examples, I mean, you can look, look some of them up online, of stuff that probably is better, you know, left lost, you know, like, you know, death videos, like people of popular figures, um... You know, videos of popular figures, you know, dying and stuff like that. You know, like, guys like Steve Irwin, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, arrest they, him. You don't, like... You don't want to watch that. Yeah, know? like, that needs to stay, you know, private. That needs to stay with his family. Yeah. That doesn't need to be on the internet. Well, especially, I mean, like... I mean,
1: nobody's death needs you know, to be on the internet, but... An, yeah, anime and, like, live video is different. If, if Yeah, because that person has a family, you know, a- anime is, like... Or animation, it's just uh, you know, like there's uh,
0: dots. a couple of like Mickey Mouse videos. There was like a, a Vietnamese made uh video, oh, of, like
1: propaganda, like in the war? yeah.
0: Um, there was a Vietnamese made, I think, a I Mickey what you're Mouse about. short of Mickey Mouse uh joining the military and like being excited about it and everything. And he shows up on shore. Uh, or it shows up in the jungle in Vietnam and gets shot on the spot and dies. You know? Yeah, it's... Like, that's kind of... That's kind of unfortunate. Supposedly, there's another one of... uh, Some animator at Disney forever ago made a video uh, of uh, Mickey and Minnie doing the deed, and they supposedly
1: got fired on the spot by Walt Disney himself, well, I know during during the war, like you feel like World War Two, like uh, a lot of Disney shorts were is a lot of war propaganda, and like uh, Duck Fuhrer. Yeah, and uh, there's the one with Daffy Duck where he's put in the factory or whatever with by the by the Reich, the German Reich at that time. Um, I don't want to say the N word because probably yeah i would prefer it if you didn't but not not the not the one the not the. oh one. oh i was gonna i was gonna say yeah no uh, the um the party
0: oh yeah the uh you know bad guys the whatever. bad guys of the war yeah um you know <laughs> that, just, yeah I was, gu- I was gonna say i was like what does this have to do with anything <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what are we talking about man no not the other one <laughs> but uh yeah in uh You know, another thing that kind of goes along with it that's more intentionally weird and mysterious is the whole subgenre of ARGs or alternate reality games is something that's kind of piqued my interest. I've kind of always had a a piqued interest in it, but, you know, it's like the elements or like video series or other media that incorporates... Um, uh, physical things into uh a video or whatever i don't know it's kind of hard to explain like an example of this would be the uh youtube series marble hornets that is kind of like the first like screen adaptation of the whole slender slender man
1: oh like yeah, putting uh game things into like the real world the real world yeah like, like movies
0: yeah like uh this whole Marble Hornet series, it was, like,
1: connected to different real-world social media accounts. and like, Oh, I know what you're talking Not just movies, but, like, actual, yeah, like, like, putting it in people's minds that it's real.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's the whole Or, story. like, you know, in cases of Marble Hornets, like, people assumed that it was an ARG. They thought it was fake. Mm-hmm. But it's still cool trying to solve the puzzle, you know, in the real world. You know, like... There have been ARGs that have used elements of, like, uh, GPS coordinates that requires people who are watching the series to solve the game or solve the the puzzle, you know, through social media and, you know, GPS coordinates and stuff like that. Like, Marble Hornets was linked to other YouTube channels. It was linked to other social media accounts and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. You know, and still there are cases of people finding elements of, ARGs from years past they're still digging stuff up about it you know uh even the band Nine Inch Nails for the promotion of one of their albums they uh did an ARG type game they released cryptic information on their website that led to another website that led to a secret uh you know concert that they had going under a fake name and then like, the security guards or bouncers at this club that this party was going on, they had, like, secret messages printed on the back of their jackets that people had to, you know, decipher using a different cipher and everything like that.
1: You know, it's just all really interesting. Yeah, it, well, it's it's cool that, like, because, you know, you see stuff like that in movies, but, like, the fact that it could happen in real life is... Yeah. That's you know? the fun part. Like, what if you're just, like, down the street and you see these guys, like, I don't know, wearing some weird uh like gown or uniform or something and that's actually like a part of somebody's ARG yeah Yeah, like if you if you follow this to this location or like read it in this way you could like stumble upon like I don't know whatever you can it's you can like solve a mystery basically
0: yeah you know the whole ARG genre in itself is uh you know really interesting there's lots of ARGs on YouTube that I've you know seen stuff about like the Wyoming incident that's one what's the Wyoming incident uh crap I can't remember exactly it's been forever ago since I researched anything about it but it's it's like an ARG uh lost footage type situation someone claims they found this tape and then there's like all this like cryptic stuff in it and everything like that you know, it's just kind of. <laughs> um, This man zippers down. I'm, I like look over. I'm like, bro, what I, are you doing? My pig's gonna get out. And I'm like
1: ASMR zipper,
0: ASMR zipper play. Anyway, <laughs> So,
1: you know, it's just
0: kind of. I don't know the whole mystery surrounding the internet. There's a lot of, you know, really cryptic stuff on there, and I mean. And dark th- stuff. And dark
1: stuff. I mean, unfortunately, a lot of the creepy, cryptic stuff on the internet is real. Well, like the, like the uh, girls who believed in Slender, that they got their friend to kill himself, or...
0: Yeah, you know, stuff like that. Like, a lot of the, you know, all the countless, uh, you know, pedophile rings and stuff like that, that that are turning up, you know, through online sources... You know, that kind of stuff's really unfortunate, and I wish that we lived in a world that didn't really have real creepy stuff like that. I wish all the stuff on the internet that we had to, you know, worry about mis- uh, mysticism-wise and being mysterious was, you know, fake made-up ARGs, you okay, know, alternate or reality games and everything.
1: Maybe, you like, find, like, or if it is, like, creepy and weird, or, like, if it is a real ARG, I don't know. Just find, like, a underground club that, I don't know. Like a band is playing and you're just like oh look yeah like the like the nine snails Nails Nails thing. thing it's like yeah. that would be cool but you know
0: but you know i think we've talked on a previous episode about the whole spider-man and elsa videos i think we've talked about that before <laughs> but you know <laughs> there there have been people online who have found out that you know people in underground you know, pedophile rings and stuff like that are using the comment section oh, yeah. of these videos to, to get to you know try to get you know stuff from underage from people, underage kids. and they're using it as like a trading
1: source or whatever for other well, sickos, yeah, you it, well, know, like-minded people. Well, you
0: know, it's like giving a meeting place for all these people to meet.
1: Yeah, I've seen stuff like that with even just like toys, like children's toys. Like, where, like, like, people who, I don't know, it's, it's something where, like, if you buy this certain toy, like, it actually, like, I don't know, like, it was meant for, used by, I don't know what I'm trying to say. it Like, like something so innocent could, like a, like, a video could be used as something as a child sex ring. Or something like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it can it. It's really messed up the type of ways that people can, can get information. Get out of information people. out of people and get in contact with other like minded people as well. You know, even on YouTube, that's supposedly supposed to be more or less safe and like regulated. There's still you yeah. know sickos getting in contact with each other.
1: They have Indian poo beach on YouTube. I don't want to.
0: Yeah, like you know, there's lots of unfortunate stuff that goes on, on the internet and you know um another one uh apparently there's this is a new one that i found out more recently but they're like entire sorry if the microphone's fluctuating i'm
1: like leaning over now but we, we are actually on the floor yeah we're sitting on the floor we, 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 we no. had a
0: technical difficulty going on with the microphone we were going to use a two microphone setup, but we had a problem getting them set up so we, we're we're just going with one mic for now and we so sh-
1: we straight up winging it yeah we we, we winging
0: it this episode but we wanted to get you guys an episode so here you go um but anyway uh another weird one that is supposedly an actual group of people that congregate on YouTube. Is the uh, eye fetishist community? Like, there's a whole community of people who are obsessed with messing with people's eyes while they sleep. What? Wait, what? No, I'm dead serious. Why they a,
1: sleep? How they how? Like, I, through I have no idea.
0: Like, these people record videos of them messing with people's eyes while they're asleep, like and- in their house. I guess. I don't know. The videos have no context or whatever, but I'm sure
1: that the people who are recording it aren't supposed to be doing it. Um, So they just go into random people's house and mess with their eyes? No one knows. What?
0: It's a real thing though. I'm I'm 100% serious. You can look it up. The first person I heard about getting under fire for this was uh, Mr. Sleepy People on YouTube. It's I, I didn't... That's, I, that's
1: scary. I don't want to sleep now.
0: Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, I was fortunate enough to... It's like being abducted. ...hear, hear about this from a third party, not finding it myself, luckily, because I would have been freaked the frick yeah, out if I
1: found it on my own. That's, wor- That's like, worse than being abducted. Like, or, well, I don't know what worse, uh, but... It's, the guy it's like who made abducted. the video, um, I don't remember exactly who it was, but he,
0: he was talking about... How he thinks that this guy has contact with these people, like they might be his roommates or yeah, girlfriends was, or something like that. Like, he doesn't think that he's sneaking into
1: their house, but still, like... Well, what? If, yeah, what if you get in contact with, like, the wrong person and you're just staying at their house or something and then... Like that time you didn't give me a blanket and I was cold, <laughs> bro. This like has nothing. What if, nothing you, what if you were playing with my eye or something? This has nothing
0: to do with that at you all. But anyway, me, did, dude
1: didn't give me. It was freezing. It was bro, the middle of I winter. fell asleep.
0: You insisted that we watch 2001: A Space Odyssey. It was boring as crap. Was and I fell boring. asleep. It was it boring as crap. It was so dumb. Did
1: not give me a blanket. I was sitting there like wrapped up with I don't know, like a pillow. Like I just held it. He <laughs> was, was the
0: real version of those memes that you see when you go over to your friend's house. And they forget to yeah, get yeah, yeah that time. was me but this man is just we watch a it boring movie playing with yeah. my eye the whole time and put it on youtube <laughs> yeah, okay anyway so didn't happen fake news but anyhow so um you know this is a real a real thing and um you know it in this guy in this video who was talking about it he like went through the comment section of this and it's like well, with the, the, like-minded people, like with the Spider-Man and Elsa videos, you know, getting in contact with each other, there are people in these comments trading videos of, you know, them playing with other people's eyeballs. So the
1: Spider-Man and Elsa videos were... I thought those were just, like, goofy animated that some kid did.
0: They were... Well, they first started out... The Spider-Man and Elsa videos, as far as I know, I'm not... I don't know much about this, and I haven't kept up with it, but... Because we did a we did a podcast about them. Didn't we, we talked about it, but that was a while ago. Um, originally, the Spider Man and Elsa thing was a way to bait the YouTube algorithm for ad revenue. And you know, know that because get... Spider Man and Elsa were really in at the time that these videos started coming up, and
1: that drew more attention to it and drew more kids and more. Yeah, to because it. you know it's Spider Man and Elsa. A dumb kid sees Spider
0: Man and Elsa. They're like, "Ooh, I want to watch this," and then they click on it. They watch through the ads, and then these creators get all the money from the ad revenue and the YouTube um, program and everything like that, you know. And then fast forward a couple years up until, you know, last year, whenever this disgusting crap started, you know, with the pedophile rings. Epstein. uh, uh, Luckily, it doesn't have anything to do with Epstein, but these comment sections, they're people who use, you know, cryptic, texting to trade you know not wholesome stuff and that's really unfortunate and i hope youtube does something they might have done something about it i don't know
1: but i haven't kept up with the whole you know elsa it's called Elsa Gate, is what it is oh yeah i've heard about that i've heard i've heard conversations about that um Yeah, I I know. You know, it's like the YouTube version of PizzaGate or whatever. Oh, PizzaGate, yeah. No, Um, wait, I've heard of PizzaGate. I haven't heard of Gate. Well, I kind of explained it just now, but
0: you know, so the internet, even sites as vanilla as YouTube, yeah, they're they're still they're they're still 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 full of
1: creeps. It's still full of weirdos. They're still being uh, used in not so good ways, you know, and.
0: It's just those eye videos, man. That that's just oh uh, What do
1: I, what do they do? What do they do through a person's eye?
0: They just play with them. They just open like touch their, it. Yeah, they just touch their eyeball. They open their eyeball up. Touch their. It's eyeball. like such a weird thing. Even the guy, Mister Sleepy People, the the guy who supposedly he's like the most was the most popular of this. He got called out about this guy on the video that I watched and then shortly after he deleted his channel is what happened. And I mean, rightfully so, because he probably wasn't in the public eye before this guy who has half a million subscribers made a video about him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you this know, so this like, and what? He, like, and has and videos
1: of him like licking people's eyeballs while no. they sleep it's disgusting and it's creepy all right i'm gonna Mr. just whatever your name is i'm gonna you i'm gonna square up
0: yeah i know give me your
1: i'll get i'll shout out the video
0: oh i thought out. you were
1: gonna shout out my address like all right this is where this roll up <laughs> roll up right now um you usually, know it's you just all get home, it's you know. all
0: very cultish and it's all very 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 weird you just get home and the
1: dude's standing there and you He's just has a facial so he's like let me see your eye
0: yeah you know and i'm i'm not trying to out anybody's you know preferences or ideals or what they like or anything like that No, but he, the whole thing about this is is that it's not you do, consensual yeah, you, do it, you do it
1: you do it you do something without consent then you're right i mean you know pretty much rape. yeah it's really you're, not you're touching good. you're touching somebody who doesn't want to be especially like their eye and licking somebody why dude, just just uh, just go feet like everybody else does. Why do you gotta do just like why? Just just the foot The couch. guy
0: who made this video about Mr. Sleepy People and this whole um creepy cult in general, his name is uh Nick Crowley. I recommend going and watching his videos. It's kind of eye opening, <laughs> I mean without <laughs> without better the, to say without the you pun. Know, there. Into the look of like you know this creepy stuff that's going on right under all of our nose, no, or everybody's nose. Well, I mean everybody's
1: everybody, every under everybody's eyes.
0: Yeah, I mean everybody uses YouTube, and this kind of stuff is going on on it. You know, I mean, I guess that's what happens when everybody uses
1: YouTube. But well, I got I gotta say that's a that's one story. Like, bro, you lost me. <laughs> that's a stretch. You lost it? me. Uh, you know, it's just, the internet's a scary place, it really is. The eyes really do have it on this one.
0: What? Bro, get out of here with that. I don't even,
1: you know, it's just really uncomfortable, really. Uh, you get the licking eye juice, like, like, there's juice in there, dude yeah i
0: i mean it's it's disgusting and he goes in depth into the type of comments people leave on these videos and a lot of times they're less than what
1: you would want to be seeing on there i wonder if like you think like blue eyes and green eyes taste different
0: I don't know. Is it, is I it, mean, I guess it would I mean, it would be weird to find out, is it, but is it, is if it,
1: if you want if you if you want to find out, is it like make it, it consensual? Is it like Shrek where he or where he squeezes the jelly from your eyes? Maybe he's just a Shrek fan. Uh
0: I don't know about that one. Uh, you know, it's just uh, I don't even know. We've kind of gone over a lot
1: of topics
0: in this episode. Yeah, we,
1: we we've gone over topics that we didn't even plan about. We talked we we planned about Fetty, and we planned about talking about like COVID and like and all that kind of COVID, just a little bit COVID. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, now we're talking about eye fetishes and
0: and creepy and cults and crosses. underground stuff on
1: YouTube. Hey, but that that stuff's actually like pretty scary. I, I we could do like a whole podcast just about. Colts and
0: yeah i mean I, I don't know if it's we could, we could do we I could, don't know if it's considered a cult though or if it's more just like a ring just a yeah ring
1: well i mean we could talk about ring, or uh uh we could talk about like old cults you know like back in the 80s what, what was the what was the town of people that old town yeah jamestown <laughs> don't drink the kool-aid don't yet. drink the kool-aid oh yeah we're making a cult yeah, the, we're gonna make a me and Travy. We're gonna make a cult and a pyramid. And scheme. A pyramid,
0: we're gonna make a pyramid scheme cult, a pyramid scheme a, subscription a cult,
1: cult, a cult about pyramid schemes. Yeah, and then there's gonna
0: be a underground Ponzi scheme of, about the cult, too, where
1: you can buy our ebook, but you don't actually get our ebook. We just send you like you know how you know how the people who bought the PS5s were just getting Nerf guns. You buy our what? E-book. Hold on, I didn't hear about that. You didn't hear about that? People who ordered PS fives from like Amazon or whatever just got shipped Nerf guns, bruh. Like they—that's another thing. They bought them for like five hundred bucks and they just got Nerf guns. That's uh, speaking of shipping stuff
0: really quick. This is another thing I weird. Uh, that's weird that I heard about. Apparently there are. Uh. Have been people in America get random packages from China. And inside these
1: packages is like seeds, right? Kind of mysterious. I like, know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, it's like there's also. This goes back long ago, but like to the Unabomber, like just like packages, like getting unmarked packages.
0: Yeah, but it's been like random people all over the U.S. just like getting seeds, and like sort of, it, it was like such a mainstream thing that the Department of Agriculture said like, warned everybody that gets these in the mail to not plant them.
1: Why? Because they don't know what they are. What if, what if it, what if it's like a, a R.L. Stein a Goosebumps book and it grows like, I don't know, like pumpkin people or something and they roam the streets of the U.S. Or scary
0: stories to tell in the dark and then some dude's just like, where's my toe? They or grow, whatever. They did you read that one as a kid? I know what you're talking about. I did not Where read that it, ghost who like died And he lost his toe, and he, like, comes back to life, and he's like, where's
1: my toe? What if, what if it grows, like, a little shop of horror plants, and, I just want to plant, no, I, like, I wouldn't even talk to the agriculture, I would just plant the seeds and see what happens. And then it
0: It poisons
1: the ground or something, I don't know. Yeah, it grows, like, uh... I'm not
0: trying to be xenophobic or anything, it's just kind of mysterious to get random packages that something as random
1: as, like, seeds... Yeah, especially from a different country. It doesn't matter if it's from China, the friggin' UK, wherever. If you get if you get a different package from a anywhere and you don't know where, well, especially if, if you didn't order anything. order anything and it's unmarked, then uh, you might need to call somebody. Yeah, like the Department of Agriculture. Yeah, well, just they like just the, the department. An- Even if you get like a coat or something that you don't know that you didn't order, it could have anthrax in it. You or got something. you got to call smallpox. the De- the Department of Agriculture. Yeah, yeah you just, like, get a bomb in the mail. You're just like, like
0: hey, Department baby, of Agriculture. Actually, don't do that. Don't listen to us at all. We're just kind of talking out of our
1: butts right now. Call the Department of Agriculture. They, they'll they know what to do with You bombs. get a hangnail,
0: call the Department of
1: Agriculture.
0: <laughs> Upset stomach, Department,
1: Department of Agriculture. Hey, uh, Department of Agriculture, I've been having some really, like, trouble with uh, my um, love life, and I've just been <laughs> needing somebody to talk to. Uh, sir, we don't really deal with that. But you're the Department of Agriculture, right? Government told me to call you guys. Yeah, you know, but I
0: don't know, man. I don't know. I feel like this episode's starting to draw to a close a little bit.
1: We are at an hour thirty. <laughs> and yeah, this is, is the
0: longest episode we've ever done. And we, we've
1: we've have we done a two hour one? Nope. All of our episodes have stopped at We need one to hour do some. Minute. We need to do some like kind of live stuff we should do that. yeah
0: we're we're planning
1: some new stuff if we get a little bit more of a, a well, following well and now that we both got mics we both got a pretty proper setup i can come here pretty much anytime we can make videos regularly we can put videos out regularly. you know it's just a matter of a following you know it's
0: very much what's the point of doing all this extra work if nobody's going to see it i'm what? not an advocate of being lazy at all but you know we what? need to get a following before we worry about doing extra yeah. stuff so share the
1: podcast with your friends guys what if what if people use our podcast for like a ring like an eye ring
0: like a eye fetish yeah circulation like, a, like ring? well in the comments. don't do that I For swear one, to God, you lick, will,
1: you lick my eye. We're gonna have if beef. you if
0: you start commenting about eye videos in our podcast or whatever, I'm gonna get my hacker buddies to ping your IP address, and me and T rabby Dab Daddy are gonna go over. We're gonna and take p- care of business. We're gonna
1: p- we're gonna type IP config in your in your computer.
0: Yeah, and we're gonna go over to your house when you're asleep and play
1: with your eyeballs. And lick your eyeballs, and
0: and then we're gonna send the videos to people in the ring. And we're just going to be like, creepy, eye-ring, guy gets what he deserves. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to,
1: you like to taste your own medicine.
0: Yeah, see how it makes you feel, sicko. Anyway, so, you know, share our podcast with your friends. If you're, you know, into this kind of stuff, you know, internet mysteries, uh, talk about media, talk about, you know, movies, games, music. Just talking in general because that's yeah, kind of all we, we do. We, all have we have no idea what much we're much doing we
1: at all. We we don't watch pod we don't watch podcast or listen to podcasts. Yeah, we don't. We even. have no
0: idea what we're doing. We don't know anything about podcasts. And but our, we do talk. Yeah, we we do talk. And like the only guideline we ha- literally had for this episode was we wanted to talk about Fetty. And yeah, that's we, kind of it. Yeah, we we we, we know, start
1: we 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 just had a basic central zone of Fetty, and then it kind of took off to yeah, other it just kind of went everywhere. So you know, if you like talking. And you, send us to and, your friends, and you and you like us because we're pretty cool people. Because we're
0: hot, we're pretty hot. You know, share our podcast, share the Spaghetti Vault season two
1: with your home. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Snapchat. <laughs> Follow you on Instagram. Go into your DMs, and then he'll send you his snap. I will send you my eye videos. Your iVids. My iVids. That's uh, what they're called. N- the yeah. The I have an OnlyFans strictly for iVids. <laughs> <laughs> no, no no feet vids. No nothing. It's we, just iVids. We're just doing iVids here.
0: Um, you know, follow me on Instagram. I don't do iVids because I'm not about that. That's weird. I, I do like iVids for eyes. like
1: $10 a month. Uh, I mean, I'll do i but fifty dollars a month, and then fifty dollars for three months, and then uh, I f- I'll have a fifty percent off. I special. I just
0: I'll just do P two P and like you know. Tell me what you, P P-, uh, P how long of a i iVid you want, and I'll
1: I'll I'll P- I'll price you accordingly. I do I I'll I'll do. give you a quote if you want me to, or P P in the eye. <laughs> oh, no. Put put a brown on the eye. Put, put my eye. Put, in put my toe, eye toe in my eye. Uh, put, <laughs> put, put, put my toe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all, right.
0: all right. Obviously, we, we ran gotta, out of stuff to
1: talk about. We are gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're at the end of the video.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we're at the end of the episode. Um, you know, follow us on Spotify. Follow me, Tammy Cerner. Ninety nine, I think, on Instagram. T rabby dad daddy, daddy on Instagram. If you want us on Snap, slide into our DMs. Our phones be dry as frick. We'll send you our Snap code.
1: Don't worry. Yeah, we're we're just uh, using this to gain followers on Instagram and stuff. Yeah, we're them. just yeah, doing we it for the cloud. We don't even care about we, podcasts. we don't care about podcasts. We, we don't we care don't, about our fans. We either. don't care about any of our fans. No, we just want podcasts. Uh, you know, or that, our, that's uh, followers. We want cloud. We, want we just want noodle heads for.
0: our uh, Ponzi Scheme Pyramid
1: Cult, cult. Scheme. I scheme. I ring. Ivid's raid. Ivid's <laughs> raid.
0: raid. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks guys. for listening everybody. Tune in next time, our new episode. No idea what it's gonna be about. We'll, we'll, we'll figure, figure it out on fa- the spot. We'll
1: figure something out. We'll probably like go off to I don't know Batman or we'll probably talk about Batman. Or probably.
0: or, or Joker. Black we Latin. can talk about the Joker movie. Did we talk about that? I think we talked
1: about it. Anyway, we'll
0: figure it out. Thanks for listening, guys. Tune in next time. Love you. Peace out.